very glad to welcome Health Minister Adrian Dix to the program for the next 25 minutes or so. Uh, Minister Dix, I want to bring you in here before we even get to the clips of Premier Horgan um, yesterday. Uh, Thank you so much for taking some time out. I know you must be incredibly busy right now. Thanks for doing this. I'm confident the Prime Minister gets it. Uh, I'm hopeful we'll have some progress before the summer is done. What kind of follow-up do you plan if you don't hear from the Prime Minister? Uh, Maybe I'll take out an ad in the paper. All right, we'll go to the clip first. That was uh, Premier John Horgan rather tongue-in-cheek, or was he when he said, I might take an ad out in the paper to get some federal government support for our health care system here. Let's bring in the health minister now. Uh, sorry about that false start there, minister. Thanks for doing this. Don't worry. Those were my best uh, sentences right there, Jody. No, no, I'm, I'm, uh, it's great to be on the show again. Great to talk to you again. It's been way too long since we spoke. I know there's a lot of pressure on our healthcare system from coast to coast to coast. But here in BC, let's talk about what we're faced with here. Uh, within the interior, there are worries, uh, obviously, uh, all too often stories of emergency rooms that need to shut down due to s- uh, sh- staffing shortages, um, complications for physicians not being able to access family physicians, as well as the story referenced there by Premier Horgan uh, with regard to the couple in their 80s, uh, literally taking out a want ad to get a prescription filled. Let's let's start there. Well, first of all, what Premier Horgan was referring to was um, federal support for our health care system. As you know, that you know, health care system is a partnership between federal and provincial governments and has been for some decades. The federal government is now supporting the health care system less than it ever has. And uh, it's important that we revise that because as a, uh, as a population, we'll talk about the, the summer's issues, which are significant and obviously a focus of a lot of my time, a lot of our time and, a, and what's going on. But if you look at the next 12 years, Jody, we're going to have twice as many people in B.C. over 75. Why? Because life expectancy is extending, especially over 65. One reason people are moving to BC, particularly seniors move to BC right. at a time when they need to use healthcare more, and so we got to continue to build out our system. And I think the premier is making the point to, to the federal government that he's been making for some months as leader of the of the provinces of the provincial premiers right now that uh, they need to take action to revise the Canada Health Transfer. Them being at 22 percent doesn't make sense for the country anymore when their commitment is to be uh, was initially to 50 percent. So when it comes to waiting for the federal government to step up what they have reduced, as per what you just said, what can be done in the immediate? There's a lot of talk about the idea that if I've had a a prescription that I get filled maybe monthly, let's say, for example, why is it that we can't maybe pivot and and free up those doctor's appointments for for people in higher need and allow a, a pharmacist to perhaps fill that prescription that is clearly on my records? So let's talk about what's happening in the healthcare system now, because I think it's important to talk about those things. Because on the pharmacy and on the prescription renewal question, I don't think that was the primary question with the couple in Victoria. Their primary question was getting a family practice doctor, a family doctor, right? That's what they wanted. It wasn't the the issue of getting the prescription filled. I think that was not the principal challenge there. The principal challenge is getting a family doctor, which a lot of people are feeling, which I'm spending a lot of time working with the doctors of BC and others uh, to help resolve. But where are we right now? So in March 2020, the pandemic came. We all remember it. It changed the relationship with our family doctors and primary care fundamentally in BC. Made a decision that was one of the biggest decisions I've ever been involved in. And it sounds like a small decision, 
we created new fee codes for virtual care. That meant that if you called your doctor, you had a phone, uh, a doctor's appointment on the phone, that it would be paid at the same level as an in-person appointment. And we did that because it was very difficult to have in-person appointments at that time. The pandemic had happened and we were um, separating from one another, right? So we did that to sustain primary care, sustain access to doctors, and to support our primary care system as well, which would have not survived a period when no one came, right? So we had right. to. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in. I get where you're going. I, I, I totally understand where you're going, Minister Dix. And I, on, in the interest of time, I want to shorten to the degree that I'm yeah. hearing from a great number of people who are saying they have to go to the emergency room to get their prescription filled because they don't have a family doctor where they could just go to their pharmacist who knows them by first name, doesn't even need to look them up in the system and knows exactly where Bob's well, prescription is for their heart medication. And, and they just need to exactly have that. Right. right? But right? My, my point, my point is that okay. 97% of appointments were in person. Right. Yeah. And now about 50% are as a, at this point in the pandemic and we have to move back towards more in-person appointments. That's the challenge for people. In terms of getting prescriptions filled, there are uh, significant ways to do that, and we can do that, including expanding the role of pharmacy. And we've done that in the pandemic, principally with immunization. So our pharmacists are playing a way bigger role in immunizing people. 620 of them are involved in the program, and they're doing the bulk of the immunizations right now. It's pretty significant. So My pharmacy's given me my those... second booster on Saturday, so I'm going to the end of my street on Saturday to do that because, as, as you know, as an essential caregiver in a long-term care home, my, my original series of, of vaccines were, were very early, and it's just yeah. so great to know that I can go to my pharmacy and do that. And we have moved that along significantly. I want to open up the phones here in the next segment. And I know people want to, I love the fact that you stay for calls. I really do respect you for, for showing up and taking the calls. I want to get to as many as possible. So let's get people lined up. 604-280-9898 is the number. 604-280-9898. Star 9898. If you have a question for Health Minister Adrian Dix, we're going to have all of your calls in the next segment. I want to move to vaccines because the rollout happened this week for kids five and under. How has that gone? How, how many calls have come in? Do we know statistically how many parents have, have leaned in on that? So far, about 15,000 have registered, which is um, which 15,000, which is not an insignificant number. But there are in the category of children between um, six months and four years and 364 days. So, you know, yeah. basically five years. In that category, about uh, 15,000 or about 204,000 people in those categories. So we're getting started there. But I would say that um, we're going to encourage people and all the parents out there to get registered right now, uh, to get registered so they'll they'll be able to make appointments. And it's the get vaccinated system. So once you get registered, you can book your appointment. Those those, um, appointments, those immunizations are all going to be done in the health authority setting. And that's what our public health folks are most experienced at, giving vaccines to children and to infants. That's what they do uh, on a regular basis and every year. So there you have people who are very much able to do that. Um, there are, especially in, uh, in uh, Metro Vancouver, particular uh, allowances and programs in place for neurodiverse children as well. And we're working with all the relevant groups to work on that. We have a pilot project for office-based GPs and nurse practitioners as well. And we're hoping people take it up on it. So about 
Um, 58% of those 5 to 11, children 5 to 11, got their first dose of a COVID-19 vaccine. And what we saw, Jody, is every year from 17 on down, the percentage got lower. And so we're not expecting necessarily um, that every child between uh, six months and five years will get vaccinated. But we're encouraging uh, parents to register their children, help get their children, keep their children safe and their families safe. Jody Vance in for Jill Bennett. No surprise, we're long on calls and short on time with Health Minister Adrian Dix. Taking your calls here on the program, let's get right to it. Risa in Coquitlam, welcome. What's your question for Minister Dix? Well, I had a bladder infection on the long weekend. I uh, needed a prescription for antibiotics. Couldn't get in for a phone call to my doctor for two weeks. Clinics are booked up by like 10 o'clock in the morning. Um, so I went to the hospital Monday night for three hours holding up with everybody else just to get a prescription for antibiotics. And I just think it's such a waste of money. Our whole system is just so flawed. Um, it's frustrating. And it is frustrating. And I know the and pain of the a bladder doctor. infection. You know exactly what you need to take as well. And that goes back to the question that we were talking about early, uh, earlier, Minister, about knowing what you need. Uh, is there some urgency to creating a, an environment in BC where we can go to our pharmacists and say, you know, I've taken this, you know, I use this, you know, it will help me. Can I have that, please? Yeah, I think it's not just pharmacists. It's using all of our health professionals to the full extent of their skills. So, yes, there is um, uh, absolutely that's a that's a core of the work. And that's what we've been doing. We've substantially increased the role of pharmacy, as I was discussing in the immunization program. And we will with other parts of healthcare as well. You know, we're doing that and we're doing this work uh, with um, doctors. So is that coming? Well. Is that answer that this is uh, coming that, for us? The relief uh, might that's be That's something there? we're absolutely working on. And okay, we're working good. on it with our family practice doctors, right? So, yeah. like, like, and with the doctor community, you can't, um, you know, I think that there's often criticism when one acts. And there's sometimes criticism when one acts without uh, being heard by everybody, right? So um, we're uh, yeah. we're doing that the work now in order to make make sure that that happens, you know. And that's uh, it's important to do that, of course. It is Barry and Langley. You're up next. Welcome to the show, Barry. Well, thank you very much for taking my call. Uh, my wife and I are elderly, and uh, we already got one email for her to get her fourth shot, and I'm going to get my fourth shot uh, email shortly. We were told to wait to get the Moderna, because we're all been on Moderna, to wait for the new one to come out in September or whenever it's coming out. Should we wait or, or what? Well, I think if you're in the category that you're in, you should get your um, your booster shot now. There is um, for people who are not elderly, and I don't know what you mean by elderly, but um, but elderly in this definition is 70 and above. And it also includes people who are in a separate category who are clinically vulnerable, who have an immune suppressant issue. And that the recommendation from the National Advisory Committee that we're following for people in your category is to get um, that uh, second booster dose uh, at six months or, or 182 days. So for you, if you're in that category and it's recommended for you to go forward, you should get your dose. You will also be eligible in the fall. Um, that group of people will also be eligible in the fall for the new dose. What the caller is referring to is a new bivalent vaccine. So people who aren't in this category, who are, say, my age, 58, and have received their three doses and are not uh, and can get a fourth dose now but are uh, and are eligible because we had our 
third dose six months ago. The recommendation is that that group of people wait because they've got their maximum protection now. But for people over 70, people with immune suppression issues, they're recommended to get their fourth dose and they should get it at six months. That's why we call it a booster dose. Linda in Kitsilano, you're up next. Your question for Health Minister Adrian Dix. Oh, hi. I got a letter from my doctor last month, and he's they're closing up shop and going out of business there in Yale Town. So um, I tried to get a new doctor. I called every single place, absolutely nowhere. I cannot get a doctor. There's no one taking new patients. Um, so I've just been using emergency and walk-in clinics. Um, also, I have to see a specialist, and I've already seen him like two years ago. I don't understand why I you have to have a referral every year to see the same specialist for an ongoing issue. So I have to go into emergency to get a referral to see a specialist. And I find the system so outdated and so inefficient. And um, most of this stuff, I should be able to just go on a Zoom call and an RN could just easily give me the referral. And that's why um, uh, we're both increasing our health professionals. We've added 30,000 people in healthcare in the last two years and increasing the, what we call team-based care. So the leaders of that team are frequently family doctors and should be in, the, in, in a primary care network, but they also include nurse practitioners who can handle these situations as well and others. We've set up 27 urgent and primary care centers, and the importance of those is that their doors have been open throughout the pandemic. Yet they get some criticism sometimes, but 1.4 million people have benefited from the services provided there during the pandemic. And so that's why we need to build up, add, add health professionals, because what you need ultimately is a family doctor or nurse practitioner or primary care provider that can provide you with service, let's say to the caller. So that's why we got to keep building that out. Why we put in place UPCCs, there's one not far from you in Yale Town. There's another out near the PNE on East Hastings. There's one that the REACH nonprofit runs on uh, Commercial Drive. Those are also available as well. We haven't seen, I know there's some talk about people going to emergency rooms for prescription renewals. We haven't seen a lot of that. It's not a very good idea in a general sense because um, because uh, we, we have our emergency rooms for Emergencies, but also because if you're not an emergency, we triage cases, so you're you're likely to wait a very significant period of time. That's why we've added all these services because it's a real challenge. It's uh, and it's a challenge because um, partly because we've gone uh, to virtual care, but also because we have a, a lot more people in BC. We've added doctors, just to give you an example, because I heard this from a caller on a different show yesterday coming from Manitoba and, uh, and, uh, for, um, and uh, got it through our media service, who, who is concerned about this. Only 13 new doctors net in Manitoba, 500 in D.C. in the last few years, but we've got to get more. We do got to get more. I wish we had more time, Health Minister Adrian Dix. Always glad that uh, we can bend your ear and open up calls for our listener. Lots of people with questions. For those who have questions or comments, please call our buzz line, 604-331-BUZZ, 604-331-2899. As I said, Minister, I appreciate your time very much. Thanks. Here right on. Take care. Eh?